1: Technology forever changed the world of recruiting in the past two years, and now that everything has opened back up as far as travel, advisor movement has become even more competitive. On the other side of that, if you're an advisor looking for a new home, there's so much to consider before making sure you make that move that will affect your future along with those of your clients. To keep us up with all this, we welcome back Jamie Golden, the president of acquisitions at Kingswood US. Welcome back, Jamie.
0: Thanks, Doug. Uh, nice to talk to you again.
1: Like I mentioned, it's been over a year since we last talked. Since that time, you've interacted with countless advisors in the search of something new, something better. Has the type of advisor in search of that new home changed much?
0: Um, honestly, it, it, it hasn't. I, I think you know, advisors like investors are sort of just looking for a good value and a good place they can call home. And that's something we've prided ourselves on from the beginning. Um, We really try to construct a place where, you know, guys feel comfortable. Most importantly, obviously the deals are important. Uh, Each aspect of the financials have to make sense, but we find that, you know, if we have a good relationship with our advisors and we're open with them, they're open with us and it creates a happy environment, which is good for all.
1: So the reasons they're looking to move have pretty stayed pretty consistent. Um, Are there new issues that have bubbled up that haven't been there before?
0: There's nothing, you know, obviously with the market being the way it's been over the past month, we'll see what new issues come about. But honestly, prior to that, again, it's really been about uh, service and, and feeling comfortable about where you are. I mean, not to get off topic, but where a major part of our success has been recruiting guys from much larger places where they lose identity and they lose the ability to, connect with people and the company. And it just becomes a very mechanical way of doing business. And, you know, no, nobody, that doesn't feel good for anybody, no matter what business you're in. And I think we strive to really create a culture where we enjoy working with each other, enjoy helping each other and creatively trying to give our clients the, the best returns possible.
1: Before a rep leaves and makes a commitment to a new home, there are several things they should be investigating one of those things is becoming operational. Tell us more about that.
0: So operational, the operational end of uh, the recruiting, they work hand in hand with uh, acquisitions and recruitment. Um, As you know, Val Peters heads our operations here and we're in the office every day together. And he's a huge part of, of my success. And I think obviously I'm a big part of his success. And we're constantly staying fluid with operations, because the truth of the matter is every advisor's uh, move is a a little bit different because not every advisor is the same. So we're constantly having to, you know, uh, stay fluid and and make adjustments here and there to make sure that a particular advisor has as smooth of a transition as possible. And and we try to prepare for that as much as we can. um, you know, in, in advance just to communicate with the advisor and our management uh, to, to make the best and smoothest possible transition.
1: It's really hard to identify a culture when you're constrained by the challenges of a search. What are the, some of the things that a rep can key on to get a sense for the culture in potential landing spots?
0: Um, again, uh, culture is a huge part of what we do because look, at the end of the day, Broker dealers, RIAs, they can become a bit of a commodity. You know, we're, we're offering a service and, uh, you know, so w- what separates us? I, I think what separates us is is our culture. And like I, I think I maybe touched on a little bit prior uh, on the previous questions, you know, myself, uh, Mike Nessum, Val, uh, the, we've, we've had relationships personally for 25 years. And I think that comes through. Uh, when other advisors are coming on and, and sort of poking their heads around to see what's going on. So again, we just want to offer a culture where we're, we're all very focused on growth and winning and uh, but also most importantly, in, enjoying each day you know that we come into work because that just makes everything better for everybody. And I know it sounds a little bit silly, but uh, we, we find it a very important, uh, part of the recipe of of the success we've been having uh, over the past couple of years.
1: How should a rep evaluate the BD as a whole? What are the key things they should be keen on, or what are some of the questions you get um, from reps I- evaluating you?
0: So, again, you know, these reps are being in the business and being a rep myself, starting out in the business. Um, they have a very keen sense of reading people. Um, outside of once the financial and the business end of it is set and everybody agrees on the numbers. And I hate to keep pounding on the same point, but it, it really becomes a point of comfortability. And, you know, these guys and girls who are reps who are coming aboard at the end of the day, like I said, joining a BD is a bit of a commodity, you know, you're going to come here, you're going to house your business here, you have certain technologies that a number of us have. Um, But at the end of the day, you want to feel comfortable where you're at, you want to feel that the people around you are supporting you and helping you grow. And you're contributing to growth as well. And I think um, that's what they sense from us when they speak to all our management, because our recruiting process is, is is a wide process. It's not just me or my team getting on the phone with these people, we give them access to our chief operations officers, we give them access to our CEOs, we give them access to our uh, head of alternatives, we give them access to insurance. So it's really a group effort. And, you know, my vision is that, you know, speak to as many people in management as you can, so you can make a good decision for yourself and feel comfortable, because at the end of the day, in order for an advisor to be happy. Uh, they're going to want to come to this decision on their own and, and not feel coerced at all. And I find that's been uh, the, the best uh, secret for success.
1: Since we last talked Kingswood has grown up significantly over the past year. Are you surprised you're seeing so much success?
0: Uh, I'm always surprised to see success. <laughs> I always go, I, I always go in it, uh, you know, Expecting the worst. But honestly, as I've gotten older, uh, I, I've really managed to alter that way of thinking and ha- have a more positive spin on it. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm very happy. But, but yeah, I'm always surprised. I mean, when you look back at sort of what you've done and, and the amount we've grown and, and, and the amount of money we've raised uh, for the BDRIA, it's, it's impressive. But while I'm doing it, uh, I, I never feel that way. <laughs>
1: So during this building phase, it's not only exciting for you as the founders, but it's also exciting for the reps. They get a voice.
0: Exactly. And, and you hit the nail on the head. Um, and I say this to the potential recruits as I'm speaking to them all the time. I mean, my job is fairly simple. It's to support them and what they've been doing for the past 20 years. I mean, not to not that I'm a, a rocket scientist, but I'm assuming a a person who's been in the business 20 years, managing over 50, a hundred million dollars, they know what they're doing. And my job is not to recreate the wheel or put any roadblocks into their strategies or their relationships with their clients. Um, My job is really to support and nourish that and figure out how to have that even a a bigger, uh, you know, how to support that so they can even grow bigger. And and that's, um, and and so I want to hear from them all the time. And and we do, we have a constant uh, dialogue with them um, ongoing.
1: Mike Nessum and the, the core group has done an amazing job with the culture in every facet of your business. As you continue to grow, how can you ensure that this culture and the values of this core group are instilled in every person added to continue this run?
0: That's a great question. Um, and, and again, it's something I come across every day in, in, in my daily job. Uh, because, like I said, where my success has come from BDs who have lost their culture because they've gotten too big. Uh, you know what I mean? And it just becomes a bu- kind of a bureaucracy and a, a sea of red tape. And that's exactly where we don't want to be. You know what I mean? So, what we have to do is we have to be a little um, strategic uh, and, and a little conscious of who we bring on. So, it, it goes both ways. We're not just looking to bring on anybody with a couple hundred million dollar book because they have a couple of hundred million dollars. We're here for the long-term and we want to create the best culture possible. So we got to be strategic with our partners and just make sure that as much as, you know, we're trying to get them to like us and see our vision, you know, we, we need to, to like them. And, and if that, and not only like them, but just be able to see their vision. And I think if you keep that consistent and, you know, you, you're conscious of who you're partnering with, um, I think the culture will remain the same and it'll run itself. Um, you know, as opposed to imploding,
1: where does this go? What are some of the goals for all of you?
0: You know, I, I, I take it one step at a time. <laughs> all, all, all the guys that uh, work for me will tell you, I'm, I'm always a, you know, a one step at a time type of guy. I, I mean, the, There's so much possibility Um, and and already, like I said, I take a step back and I'm surprised as to where we are, but I'm sort of uh, the type of guy who puts uh, my pants on one leg at a time and and see where it goes from there. So I'm open to seeing where it's going. I I just want all of our team to continue to do their jobs, continue to enjoy what they're doing and just enjoy each day as it comes. I try to to take the little wins as opposed to uh, taking over the world.
1: Jamie, thanks so much for joining us. The ride's just beginning.
0: My pleasure, Doug. Always uh, great to talk to you.
1: To learn more or talk to somebody on Jamie's team, please visit kingswoodus.com. Please follow us for all the latest updates on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, all at Advisorpedia. For everybody at Advisorpedia, our producer, Jakey Beard, and the Power Your Advice podcast team, this is Doug Heikenden.